now everyone's getting their alerts, their alerts. And uh, they're like, oh, my God, Dutch Hall tonight? <laughs> they're like, drop everything you're doing. <laughs> it's a live stream. <laughs> that doesn't happen. I was like, if 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 we were popular, if the, like more popular than we are now, like where we had a huge following, like uh, millions of people, right? Like a Rogan type of following? Yeah, like a Rogan type of following. Then we'd be then every single thing that we'd be saying, we would get scrutinized and we would be uh, attacked. Trouble. Yeah, and they would but we but you would just the secret there is just don't engage into it at all. Don't even like acknowledge that it exists and then you can get away with it, right? Mm-hmm. But if uh, but now because we are like probably in the uh, we're past the tens. I'm gonna tell you that we're <laughs> past the tens. Uh, we are either in the hundreds or the thousands, I would say, but it's not like, you know, hundreds of thousands, not hundreds of thousands. Mm-hmm. It's hundreds or thousands. Our Patreon subscribers are up to one, which is pretty damn good. It's better than zero. Right. And, uh, and, uh, like, so we're not a, we're not a huge deal, even though in, uh, Netherlands, we were, uh, fifth on the all time charts, eh? Fifth. Big, nothing to sneeze at. That's nothing that's to right. sneeze at. We go to we go to fucking uh, Netherlands. We're like uh, we're like the David Hasselhoff of the, Germany. Uh, David Hasselhoff is to Germany what the Dutch Hall is to Holland. That's what I'll say. Hey, okay? that makes sense to me. Yeah, you imagine one day we get off the plane in Holland and then it's just like uh, we're like the Beatles. <laughs> you know, everyone's just excited to see <laughs> like. Uh, See West there, and they're they're like uh, there there there's a chant whiskey West outside the airplane. You can hear it on the plane. I picture a few posters that says favorite. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It would be awesome, man. It'd be awesome, but it's probably not going to be happening because I'm pretty sure all those statistics are fake. There's some sort of a spam or something because one we're on the charts in Armenia and in the Philippines. Hmm. We're like hot, pretty high up, like top twenty, top fifteen. And uh, I've never had a download that shows up on my statistics from either of those countries. Wow. So, like, I don't understand how it all works. But what I like to do is not really care and just put it out on the Internet anyways and show people, like, look, fake information shows me that I'm awesome. You mm-hmm. know, it could be real, but then I don't understand. Like, no one's – wouldn't I have, like, by this time somebody from Holland would say they listen to the show? Or, like, uh, I do get legit downloads from Holland, but, like, I don't know if they're robots or real people or whatever, you know. Hmm. I don't know. It's one of two things. Either we're out of our minds delusional, and I believe even the hundreds of people that listen to this are still, are are real and they're not, and that I'm really doing this to nobody, or I'm doing it to more people than I give myself credit for, and then... So I don't know which one it is. I know there's a lot of people that are aware of what we do because there's a lot of people like my kids say it all the time. Like they're somewhere and they ask them who their dad is. And when they say me, they go, oh, the Dutch Hall guy. Hmm. So they, they, they will. There are people that I don't know would not hear on my show that know about it. But I don't know if they listen every week. They probably don't listen every week. You know, They should. Maybe they listen once in a while. Yeah, they should. Except for like... There's a few stinkers in there, to be quite honest. Oh, that might cause a little grief? No, no, not that they cause grief. They're just shitty shows. 
Oh, the shows. Yeah, yeah they're just not good. We've we've done those before. Haven't you been a part of one where you're like, you know, it wasn't our best? Yeah. Maybe yeah. maybe even the last one. You know what sucked about the last show? Um, the we tried to do that thing about the bands. Uh huh. Like I had it, and that was the worst part of the whole show. Was the stuff that we trying to figure it out. Trying to make ourselves do something. Like we were making ourselves do it. Like we were saying, okay, we're gonna, here's this bit or whatever, and like drag through it, and it just wasn't as organic as it could have been. No shit, because it, because um, yeah, that wasn't really what anyone would do for real, <laughs> right? And like if we got together and on a, on like a Tuesday night in my backyard pool shed just to have a couple of drinks and and fuck around, we're not gonna be ranking bands and stuff you know no but then we're not going to be um probably having a like we're not gonna be doing a lot of things that we do on the show right that we did we did we do a lot of stupid things we're probably not gonna be talking to a robot you know we're probably not gonna be like <laughs> um putting a mustache on a blow-up doll hey you know what i want to do this challenge i was thinking this um Every time I get together with uh, Joe Batello, uh-huh. comedian Joe Batello, um, I will, I will, uh, we will argue over who's stronger. Right. Right. So I'm thinking I want to have a test of strength. Uh, like a festivus. Yeah. Yeah. Festive, a test of strength between me and Joe, but do it on the show. Mm-hmm. Have a series of of strongman type events where I'd have to go against him. And then the loser has to have a significant punishment, like a humiliation type punishment. Significant mm-hmm. though, like not, not some bullshit thing, you know, like not just saying that I'm the greatest or something like that. Like something that's going to be humiliating, like that would really, really. So I, I just, I'm just throwing it out there to you guys and to the listeners and stuff like that. That if you can think of something, a for the humiliate. Like the humiliation, like something to put on the line, mm-hmm. you know. And then I'd like to compete. I think I could get him to to uh, accept my challenge for a test of strength. Joe's built like a brick shit house. I'm not gonna like he's built like a brick shit house. He should on paper. You look at him, you think he should be stronger than me, right? But I arm wrestled him, and I felt like I handled him quite easily. Mm. I think he's got city muscle. And probably a little bit of fat. <laughs> and he's not as strong as he looks like he is. But I'm thinking if we have a number of different events, uh, there's going to be some of them that he's really going to shine. Because that back and shoulders area of him, that's probably going to... He might be able to dominate me. You know, like, if something like picking up shingles, he would probably win. You know? like Because he... Or like some kind whatever of kind of work he's doing, yeah. he's 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 strong in some ways, but weak in other ways. You know what I mean? Do you think he would uh, be willing to drink a concoction with a mustache in it a for con- a punishment? To drink it or eat it? But I think drinking it'd be a little easier to get down. To 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 have to ingest a bit of the mustache. That's not a bad idea. I don't know if you're going to find something to humiliate him, though. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. It'll all just be attention. Yeah. Um, but it could be good attention. Like, let's say let's say the punishment was that, you, oh, I don't want to, I, I was thinking, what if I lost? Because I won't, I have to do this too, right? 
Yeah, but let's say it was to show your dick on the internet. He did that already. Did he? Well, Have he you seen that? He wore that fucking tight oh, costume. Yeah, yeah. There is no dick. It's <laughs> Yeah, that is true, yeah. If you've seen nothing, you've seen his dick. Yeah. <laughs> his dick. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right. That is my that is my favorite picture. Every time I see it, I like to share and forward, and then I also like to blow it up and point out that, that there's nothing there. Just that little <laughs> tiny nub in his Captain America suit. His clit. Oh my god, that's so funny! <laughs> it was such a gift, eh? Such a gift to have that forever on the internet. Anytime I want to make myself happy, just look at how small his dick is. <laughs> then uh, I feel better. You know, I feel better about myself. Really, thank you, Joe. Um, I think we should get this thing going. We're going to be uh, doing some fucking around tonight, just a bunch of nothing. And I hope that everybody that's listening so far, it will enjoy it. Uh, I also have a, a, an important question for Wes, um, but I probably shouldn't ask it. But we only can ask it if we start the show, and we only can start the show if we do one thing. And Kevin, you know what that is? It's a theme song. That's right. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, and welcome to the Dutch Hall. Uh, we have a great uh, cast here today. It is, a, as a, always, an all-star cast. This season eight's been since the very beginning. This week's no exception. We have, uh, as always, our quiet man sitting uh, beside me here. Uh, the best replacement to my old buddy, Dave. It's uh, Robot Charters is here, everyone. Robot Charters. <laughs> oh, it is so, Dave. Beside him, we have... My favorite, as everyone knows, he was the bass player of the Nocturnal Emissions. He also plays in Crown the Lion. He is the balls of the Nocturnal Emissions. Whiskey Wes Hagens is here, everyone. <laughs> and running the board, that's, uh, that's my buddy from when we were little tiny children together. It's Kevin Van Dungeon, everyone. Ah, uh, Kev, you know, it was good. Little, gave myself a little this time. That was good. I like that. And me, the guy in the microphone that's been doing the majority of the talking so far, I'm your host and two-time two time. President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. <laughs> so one of the things that we have, uh, we we said we were, we're trying to get sponsors to make the show like a real show. And uh, we do have some. We have uh, some great sponsors, but there's one that's uh, on the horizon, and it's, this is—we don't know if we want it as a sponsor yet. They're called Smooth My Balls, and we have to at one point in time use this product. This is the uh, the Smooth My Balls trimmer. I, I think I don't know what it's called, but uh, I gotta like use this thing to shave myself and then do a review. And if it's any good, this little thing here. I will um, tell you guys it's good, and there will be a sponsor of our show. 
So if we're looking for something to do, I may have to shave myself, shear myself online. But I was going to do that at the beginning, but it's gross. What if it gets in my beer? What if it gets in uh, our equipment? What if it's just lying around here all the time like gross pieces of my hair? So I think it's more of an outsider bathroom job, to be quite honest. So don't don't hold your breath. I'm going to do that today. Uh, la, 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 la. Oh, I was going to ask you guys: uh, Have you watched? Uh, did you watch the soccer? Have you been watching any soccer? No, honestly, I haven't watched any of it. None at all, eh? No, no. I watched it today, and uh, I found myself cheering for the fucking Italians. I never, I never thought there would be a, a scenario where you'd cheer for the Italians, but I think they got better at diving. Oh. Theatrical, yeah. Well, no, they, they used to. It used to be like you wouldn't even have to get close to them and they would dive. And now, when they fall down, it looks like they actually got hurt somehow. And then when they show the replay, you're like, oh, like that's a pretty good dive. Like they've improved on their diving, right? So they don't seem like a bunch of pussies anymore, like they used to, where they used to just be like horrible, right. like diving pussies everywhere. You think they train for that? Well, I, I do. I think they probably had to. Because, you know, they, you can only take – if you're, like, let's say Team Canada in hockey, right? If everyone across the world said we were a bunch of diving pussies in Team Canada, we would have to address it, you know? Mm-hmm. To say, listen, everyone in the world says that we have a reputation for being a bunch of diving pussies, you know? We would have to – we got to stop being diving pussies, you know? Or get better at diving. Or get better at diving, which I think is what the Italians did. Because they fooled me at first, and I thought, oh, they don't dive anymore. They're not like these horrible, like, fakers like I thought they were. And then you, I watched them against Spain, and it's like, no, no, they're still doing it. They're just doing it more better. They're doing it better. <laughs> so good on you, Italians, for at least improving your game of diving a little bit. And I hope they win. I, maybe... I think there's only, I think England and there's one other team they got to, England's got to beat or something like England, Denmark or something. Mm. And then Italy's in the final already. That's it. And then that's the whole tournament. Holland got uh, spanked. And they just look like shit. It was a terrible game to watch. Who beat beat them? You got beat by like the the Czech Republic. Mm. Yeah, you get beat by the Czech Republic. Ugh. It doesn't seem like they should be good at soccer. No. In the Czech Republic. No. They shouldn't be, and they and they shouldn't have beat us, you know. Uh, but uh, that's because uh, Holland always has such great talent and then just can't put it all together. They can't figure out a way to put it all together. Much like another team that we all like. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's what my, even Michael was saying that when we were talking to him. You, fucking... Uh, the Dutch team and the Leafs, eh? They consistently find ways to break our hearts, you know? Mm. Just can't get it all the way done, ever, you know? That's destined. Have you ever been on a winning team? Have you guys ever been on a winning team? No. Like, because uh, I know we and you grew up together, and none of our <laughs> teams that we played on in school did anything. No. And then... Uh, we just go get beat up by St. Joe's. Yeah. Goddamn school! It's twice our size. A bunch of like Portuguese immigrants who are like full yeah. mustaches, and <laughs> you know they're driving a grade eight. Yep, um, that's who we had to play. But anyways, uh, I never was on a winning team ever. So when I play sports, I really don't think about winning because I ne- you know I was on a like a 
a mixed volleyball team one time. We won a couple championships in the C division, mm-hmm. you know, but that doesn't count, you know, real co- competition, you know, like as a, I never, uh, I, I was always on the uh, lose, like a, a winless team. Like I was always on a winless team, like okay. a team that never expected to win. It was never really a possibility in any of the players' minds when they went out. So I always look at, and you, you never played sports, Wes? Well, I played minor hockey. But um, always a losing team? Yeah, like we never won anything big. Yeah. Um, beer league slow pitch. We won our division a couple times. But you like, did? Yeah, but it's beer league slow pitch. Yeah. <laughs> Still, that's pretty fun. That's the same as my volleyball story, except cooler than volleyball. But Victor- you can say beer league volleyball. Does it sound any better? Nah. nah. Well, what's the difference? Volleyball versus baseball, they're both like non-athletic. Well, no, volleyball, you have to jump. It's just out, outside versus inside sport. Yep. That's all. Yeah. I think I could do slow pitch now in my old age if the team's <laughs> shitty enough. But I suck at baseball, man. Can't throw or catch or hit. Yeah, I'm not very good either. Victories feel good, though, when you're on a losing team. Like, yeah, yeah. you win a game, just a game on a losing team, you're like... It's a championship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. one game. I know. I remember that even as when I played minor hockey, just when I was real young, like uh, none of my teams ever won, and um, and the uh, and the odd time that we did get a victory in there, it was like yeah euphoric, like you yeah. know, no one ever expected it, you know. Like there's a shittier team than us, like <laughs> there's no way. I always played goalie on the like I guess the traveling teams, and we just get pumped everywhere we went. We might have beat Dover, yeah, maybe, yeah, I don't know, but everywhere else just get pumped. Yeah, it kind of got to be demoralizing after a while, eh? Yeah. Did you have to go down? Uh, did you play in Six Nations? Yeah. And would you get? Uh, was it like the reputation, like where they all seem like they're way older than everyone, and yeah. they kick your ass? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember like getting a guy coming down on a breakaway one time. I think we we're like Pee Wee. So what's that? Twelve? Yeah, yeah. And he took a slap shot from like the hash marks and just took my head off, in 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 Pee Wee. Yeah, yeah. And it's supposed to be like grade seven or eight or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And just people just laughing. Like, can... <laughs> yeah. I guess that right now that uh, that Ashwikan Arena has got like great food from what I hear. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm. I heard from some hockey parents. They say you go down to Ashwikan now to the to the hockey rink and their their like food is really good. Mm. They stepped it up, man. A lot of booze, cigarette. Uh, you know, a lot of like uh, booze and cigarette money, mostly some casino money, that sort of thing. That pumps into town after a while, and they go from being like when I was a kid, you go to the reserve and it was sketchy, Desolate, man. Yeah, and uh, now it now it's nice. It's nicer than like it off the reserve. I hear it's a good place to go watch racing too. Yeah, they're supposed to have they have racing on Friday nights. I think. Yeah, I don't know if it's going again, but yeah, it's really really good. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, the, a lot of. A lot of cool st- stuff. Hey, eh? you read the you you watch the news all the time. They make you seem like the world is just go- going downhill fast and nothing good's ever happening and stuff like that. And it's like totally not the case. I should call it the bad news because that's all they tell you. Yeah, they yeah. won't tell you like, hey man, this stuff is improved. No, you know, but it's <laughs> never they do, the they'll say this is improved. But guess what's going to wreck it? Yeah, yeah. Or uh, this is the mania it's caused, or this is you know the. There's always something that they can make negative about it. But, mm-hmm. man, you get caught up in that stuff. Sometimes you start to believe it's real. I, I know that, uh, like, 
compared to how it was when we were kids and the way it is now, it's like, a, it's like a different world, man. And the stuff that you hear like young people complaining about, it's like, uh, they've, they have no idea how bad it was yeah. before, like how much different, how much better it is than what they, they think it's so awful, but we've actually moved it, the ball forward. You just weren't born when it happened. Yeah. I think that the world's never been safer. No, no. But never. if you talk to you, like if all you listen to is the bad news, like nothing good happens ever, but yeah. it's never been talk to somebody about times square in the eighties, maybe. Yeah. It's not a safe place to be. And now it's like Disney. Yeah, but actually now, now, I think COVID brought it back closer. Oh, did it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So now I think if you go to Times Square uh, since COVID, it's gotten a little sketchy it's before. Back, like, yeah. a lot of the A lot of the American cities, and I shouldn't even say American, a lot of the cities um, have a huge amount of homeless problems now. And so, like, and they're in places. Like, I know in Hamilton... It used to be down by Cops Coliseum. It was just like lined up with tents and just homeless person after homeless person yeah. there. And that was used to be like, you know, like they try to make it look nice there, you know, because it would be like. Where you go to see concerts. and tours Yeah, yeah. There. But this was just, it was just, uh, it was actually quite a sophisticated uh, tent village, really. Like they had a lot of tarps. They used the tarps like partitions and stuff like that. I mean, by the time they had the whole thing, like done up with tarps and stuff like that and you had your privacy i'd live there <laughs> i don't mean to trivialize, <laughs> trivialize homeless people but if i was doing it i'd probably want to go south where it's hot all year yep i don't think winter's no winter's not good for being homeless yeah yeah, yeah i know i can't imagine why anyone uh well i can't imagine yeah drugs uh mental illness and uh not not knowing how to get south i suppose right being broke and all but i think i could still hitchhike or i would just walk hop on a train see how do you get to the, past the border i don't know just see where the train takes you every movie i've ever seen you can just hop on an open car on a train and go places with a with a stick and a bag on the end of the stick as long as it's a red and white bag yeah yeah your stick <laughs> what do you put in that little bag do you think what, when a, when you see a hobo that's walking down the street with a stick and a bag on the back of the stick, what's in the hobo's bag? Can of beans. Can of beans? That's yeah, that's call. a good good call. Probably, uh, you think there's a, a toothbrush in that thing? Not a chance. <laughs> maybe a jackknife? Maybe, a, maybe a, a twig off of a cedar bush or something. What about a stick of deodorant? Yeah, I no. don't think there's no. that either. I don't think they're concerned about that. <laughs> no. Hygiene's not on the top. So it's mostly... So Maybe a jackknife. Not spare underwear. No, I don't think they need spare underwear. <laughs> I would. I think riding the rails would be fine too. You know, that's the thing. I don't need much to uh, be happy. I would uh, travel on a open train, lying in a pile of uh, coal, and I would be fine with that. I try and find a car of straw because you see that a lot in the movies too. Ooh, a car of straw would be way more comfortable than my coal car. And cleaner as well. I wouldn't, uh, um, you know, have to have a, such a, a wash afterwards. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, sorry, I don't know what I'm saying. Anyways, yeah, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I don't think you can do that anymore. There's no trains. No. When was the last time you had to stop for a train? Well, there is one that goes through uh, Woodstock that catches me every. Every so often, and you have to wait for it. Yep. Oh, there's one by Brantford. Yeah, that's probably I, the same one. 
Yeah, it's probably the same one, the Go Train or something. But cargo trains? Oh, there's that one by uh, Air, too. You know, like if you're on like... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so there's still an odd place where you get stopped by a train, but... I think that that car manufacturing plant has a lot of trains coming in out of it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that, uh, you, did you remember when you were a kid and you'd have to stop all the time for trains and then you'd, you'd count and then you'd be able to count how many cars there were because you, you, you it would basically, they'd pass as quickly as it took you to count, mm-hmm. you know, you do that too. Oh yeah. Okay. My daughter said this thing to me today. She goes, she goes, uh, uh, what I got to ask you a question. What's your favorite smell? And then, and and if you can answer that question, then it means something about you. And if you d- can't, then it means something else. So if I say, what's your favorite smell? Do you guys have an answer for that? I do. What is it? Uh, it's like a cold, on a cold morning, a diesel engine, the smell. Oh, yeah? Yep. I don't know why. It reminds me of hockey, I think. Like as a kid, the Zamboni. Oh, yeah? I like that smell. I don't know why. I don't know if it's my favorite, but I like it. Do you have a favorite smell? Probably bacon. Ooh. Bacon? That's a good one, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, they say people that are nostalgic and are, are think back about their past a lot have a favorite smell, and those that aren't nostalgic, they don't generally have a favorite smell. Mine would be cured tobacco. Oh, that's a good smell too. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, I have a pack barn full of uh, freshly cured tobacco, and every once in a while in Simcoe, because they'd have like Simcoe Leaf would be running, and you would just the whole town would kind of smell like that. And we and you'd see all the tobacco kids get, like go out like when I was working at the bank, you know, like all the tobacco kids would go out and just like breathe in the air, like deep breaths, so they'd take in that smell. They have candles now that say "fluker tobacco candles." Yep. Yeah, they don't smell like it though. No, they it's don't. like a sweet smell, right? Yeah. If you ever take a, a fresh pack of cigarettes and you open up the fresh pack of cigarettes, like not when you've burned one or nothing, but just when you, they're, they're just unlit cigarettes. That that kind of is the smell. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah it's just contagious. That's my fault. But it's kind of the smell. But it's like it's that. But the whole like everything is full of it. Like the, it's really uh, it's that really is a nice nice to me that that one. And uh, for some reason Disney Disney World, in my mind that's a smell, but it's not. There's something at Disney World that makes me. Ha- like have this Disney world smell and I've smelled at other places. Like I've been somewhere else and I've been like, that's the fucking Disney world smell, but I can't put my finger on what the, what the smell is. There's a fairground smell too. And I think it's like onions frying or something like that. Oh yeah. Onions frying is a good one. Or pogos. I don't know what, those are two different smells, but yeah, my brother-in-law loves, uh, uh, loves cooking sausages and stuff. Like the guy's like meant to be one of those like sausage cart guys. Mm-hmm. He just loves it, eh? And uh, he's his big thing is his lure is the uh, onions, eh? Yeah. He goes, you don't even need to put them on. You just have to cook them so that you can bring people bring people over. Yeah. We did it for a yard sale. We did a fundraiser, and he we used that trick and it worked like a charm, man. People would be like yard sailing at all the different houses, but they would they would they kept coming towards the the onion smell. Yeah. It was wafting off a barbecue. We went through some fucking pea meal bacon that day. People do it with uh, <laughs> cookies, too, when they're selling their houses. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cookies, Baked eh? cookies, and then your house smells like baked cookies, I guess. Yeah. I'd probably burn them. 
Yeah, one time we did we did that with our house when we were selling it. We put um, a pot with like apples and cinnamon or something on the stove and boiled that in water, and then it made the house kind of smell like apple pie or something. Anyway, it still took us forever to sell that fucking house. Didn't work, I don't think. Now you don't have to do anything. No, we just put a sign in front of your house. Yeah. And then get a sold sign ready to put on it the next day. Yep. Get more than what you want for it. Yep. Yeah, they don't even put a for sale sign. They put a coming soon sign and then a sold sign (laughs) on your property. It's crazy. But it's crazy, but I don't know. It can't last. It's going to pop eventually, but you need an extra property for it to be beneficial to you. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just buying something else expensive. Or you got to move somewhere somewhere shittier. But if you sold a house and tried to wait it out and you paid two grand a month rent, you're paying like 50 grand for two years or whatever just in rent. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. seem like a... There's no reason. I don't think you can do anything. If you're going to be buying and selling the same market, you're just better off to keep what you got. Yeah. That's what I say. And you'll have more equity. And if anything, go and get your line of credit raised while the bank's still stupid, and then they'll let you do it mm-hmm. if you needed it because they'll you can get your house appraised for a lot more than it's worth. That would be the only advantage to it. That way you could take advantage is if you can get more of the bank's money to do other things. That's my advice. Also, if you, I, I would give you more advice if you're in a, a variable rate interest. Put it in some term rate. Because the rates are going to go up. There's yeah. no question about it. And they'll start going up fast, and it's going to fuck everything up. Yeah. So I would say if you're all variable, I would at least put half or put a good portion of it, lock it in. It would be a good time to do it. That's my opinion. From an old banker who hasn't done it in years, so take it for what it's worth. Award-winning. Award-winning banker that hasn't done it in years and has pretty much fucking forgot everything <laughs> that I learned. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true, man. I'm out to lunch. You atrophy. That's the thing. We had a candidate party. I was telling Kevin about this before we started the show. I have a candidate party every year. Every year I have a party. And, you know, ever since I've been a kid, if I want to have a party, I want to have a big party. Like, I like having a lot of people. I like it to be, like, um, a big deal, like a big, I like big events, you know. Like, to me, that's how you know it's a success, if there's tons of people and it's super crazy, you know. And uh, this year I had a very, very, like, scaled down, you know, appropriate for the times kind of uh, backyard get-together for Canada Day. And uh, it was too much. It was way too much for me. I couldn't handle the amount of people. Wow. And it was nothing. Because I've been, the part of my whole life that was, like, uh, uh, like socializing, and that muscle's completely atrophied over the last year and a half i don't know how to interact amongst different personalities and have that many people different kinds people from different things like i could have had any one of the parties like individually and i'd be fine but when you put them all together and they're all like asking for different stuff at the same time i was like i hate this i don't like any bit of it <laughs> you so i didn't even care before no, I was like, that's exactly why I was doing it. I was doing it because that's part of the, ha- like, making sure everyone's having a good time. Yeah. But this time I was like, man, why don't they just all go home? <laughs> you know, like, I really felt that. And I and I shouldn't have, you know. But I think you got to build it back up like a muscle. Yeah. I don't think you can just, 
go go into it and be right where you left off, eh? Maybe you got to do like a couple dinner parties first. Yeah. 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 I you do. And even the next day I had the Charters family over and um it was the same thing. I had to take little breaks just to like uh get away from the people and it was only one family. But there's a zillion of them cuz they won't stop fucking. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Good yeah. for him. Yeah. Yeah, he's doing good. He, uh, Charters actually says he's going to be uh, he's he's contemplating uh, making a return to the program. That'd be awesome. So uh, I don't know. He's saying like things are starting to open up again. So I think Charters maybe will be uh, serious about it. I think he's not so worried about uh, death anymore because of the vaccination. But I'd even pick him up on the way if he needed a ride. Ooh, that's not that might that might be something that would work. I have to I'll have to reach out to him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like he's still, he, I think he has a sniff about the robot. He knows a little bit about the robot because mm-hmm. his, his kids have let him in on some parts of it, you know, because yeah. he would not come into the Dutch hall when he was here because he says, maybe I shouldn't see what's in there. Like he knows, so he knows there's something in there. Oh. So like, um, he wants to do it on air where he's introduced to the robot. So yeah. I don't know. It's weird now because I've gotten so used to the way the robot looks. That even when real Dave came over, I was like, "There's something wrong with his face." <laughs> like, Is everything okay, Dave? Yeah, what's what's different about you? <laughs> oh, you don't look like the <laughs> the robot. Do you color your hair? What's going on? Yeah, and uh, oh, I want to do. I'll just do our. Um, I'll do our Patreon ad. If you go to live from the Dutch, or if you go to Patreon.com/slash/DutchHall. Um, we got some stuff up there on Patreon. As you know, we got one Patreon sponsor, and that's our uh, that's our uh, good friend Jen Husko. She's our queen, yeah. and we do whatever she tells us to. And she only pays us ten bucks a month for that privilege. And uh, you could also, even for five bucks, you'd probably be like a duke or a duchess or something like that. Like you, you probably wouldn't be the queen. Oh, well, she's and she's got seniority. Yeah, she's got seniority and all that, and she's you know. Budding, she was already kind of like knocking on the door of Diamond Club and all that stuff. But anyways, uh, Patreon.com, what I've done is I put up two videos I got so far. I got the uh, Mustache Punishment video is up on Patreon and the Iron Sheik interview is up there on Patreon. So we're going to be planning on putting up more uh, more content uh, weekly. We'll be putting up different stuff weekly on uh, the Patreon site. So if you are a member, you'll get exclusive content that'll be uh, released uh, every week. And uh, yeah, uh, Jen, um, she knows that she has an open platform. She has her ear at all times, and she can also she can uh, make us do whatever she wants. So we will. Uh, well, we might as well just get into the segment that we call feedback. We got feedback. Well, as I said, welcome to feedback. We got feedback. As I said, we did get we did get a piece of feedback from our queen Jen Husko, and the the I'm just going to read it. I'm just going to get it right out of the way, and then we'll talk about who sponsors this. Well, it's Amazon. Go to our website. Go to the Amazon banner, and blah blah blah. <laughs> um. Okay, so we got this. 
This uh, message from Jen, she says, catching up. Hi, Pete. I've been catching up on my episodes, and I've been enjoying all your stories and chats making me laugh. Even though I don't usually like shock, shop talk about comedy, I enjoyed Val. You don't have to kick her. You know what? I saw Val on TV. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Metamuso. She was doing a Metamuso commercial right, on, on the global news. Hmm. Huh? I have to start watching for that now. Yeah, I I heard the voice and I was like, that sounds like foul. And I'm looking and she's like, I don't shit enough. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I remember, it, so I guess it was. I do see that janitor once in a while. I recognize him out of out of the commercials. Oh, Joey Harum, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of comedians that I that I'm starting to see on commercials now. There's a, others. There's at least two. One one commercial I was watching this Burger King Beyond Meat commercial, and it's like my Instagram feed. It was all these comics they're on the same commercial and i'm like is this supposed to be funny because it because it was all comedian like all and i'm watching I'm like no they're all just pretending they're regular people that ate the burger you know and like they're just saying the canned lines so they use them and whatever it was burger king huh yeah burger king beyond meat or something doesn't make sense anyways i know why people gotta do that shit you gotta pay bills or whatever but yeah. i'm out yeah i don't want to do it metamucil the metamucil ad's fine She's so good at it too. She's like perfect for like the middle-aged lady who's like, she's got that like soothing voice that makes you feel like she got everything taken care of, you know. But except for shit. Well, now Metamucil, she's fucking like it's. She can shit through the eye of a needle now. Did you feel confident in Metamucil after you heard her say it? Yeah, and then she's having like in the commercials, she was like going for a walk with her friend, and she's like having a nice chat and like elbowing the friend, and she's like, "Yeah, I just shit three times for this walk," you know. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it's a good commercial. It's Val's, she's doing great. But anyways, uh, Jen liked liked it. Thanks for all the shout-outs. Keep up the good work. Your queen, Jen. And uh, so thank you very much for that, Jen. Uh, of course, we will. I did not kick Val. But I did share the message with her, and she was excited. Because uh, I told her when she did the show, there's a good, you know, we're going to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. We're going to look at the ratings. We're going to uh, uh, listen for the feedback. And then after all of that, we'll decide if you're worthy of coming back as a guest or not. So she was auditioning. Well, basically, yeah, basically auditioning to be a, uh, to be a future guest. And I sent her the message. She passed her audition. She's welcome back. Wow. Val, Val Cole is welcome nice. back anytime. Super nice. Next, next time she, like, uh, I remember the first time I asked her to be on the show and she was with Joe and Joe says, oh, me and Val can come. It'll be a great show. And I'm like, no, I want to talk with Val. You want to hear Val talk. Yeah. So you're not allowed to come, but maybe next time they'll come together. But uh, I didn't even like saying that sentence. Eh? <laughs> Joe liked it. Yeah. Joe would have liked that sentence. But I now think. I just pictured them coming together, you know, like in the dirty sense. That means they're doing it. Uh, now I picture Joe with his shirt up and he's got all that hair on his shoulders. Uh, or Val. <laughs> just getting, getting all, crushed. Just a sweaty, just thick fucking. <laughs> oh, it's so, that's so gross, man. I just picturing it. It just jumped into my head when I said that. It was just a misspeaking, you know? <laughs> but now the whole vivid picture is in my head. That's not pretty. No. 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 A lot of folds and. Yeah, Ben folds five. Anyways, he's uh, ugly. So um, <laughs> we uh, we have to go to oh, which we went sponsor. We got Amazon out of the way. We got Patreon out of the way. We just have to do better help. 
Um, hey guys, uh, if you have anything going on in your life that's not good and uh, you just feel like you, you got to get your shit together. And I got to tell you, man, it's a long, I mean, a long time this thing's been going on for. And there's, I see evidence of it in society. We see, people are losing their shit. You know, that they're like, there's no one. I think that most people are going to be ha- super happy as this thing opens up and everybody's going to go out and they're going to have a good time, go to concerts again, go to dinner, go to parties and all that stuff. Uh, but there's other people who have just been like, you know, they've been like isolated alone for like a year and a half and no one's been telling them that they're like starting to get a little too far off the rails, you know, right. and where normally they go to the local bar, they sit at the end of the bar, they start spewing their bullshit. Punch in the face. Yeah. And somebody would be like, you're out of your goddamn mind, buddy. You know, and someone would kind of like put them into check. But now there's been like a year and a half with nobody telling them you're out of your mind. So they just keep getting further and further out of their own minds. Mm-hmm. So I don't think this is the vast majority of the population by any stretch. It's just a small percentage. But it's enough that when everybody starts doing fun things again, these nut jobs are going with their fucked up narratives that they've built over the last year and a half. Yep. And and they just don't know how to don't know how to deal properly. They can't cope at all and they end up uh doing crazy shit and you're seeing it everywhere that's happening now. So if you feel like you're a ticking time bomb, one of these fucking people, maybe you gotta get some better help. And uh we have a sponsor for our podcast who are called that exactly better help. And you can go to betterhelp.com slash Dutch Hall. Let me see that Oh, that's not the one. There we go. Betterhelp.com slash Dutch Hall. And you get 10% off your first month. Uh, they are not a self-help line. They're not a uh, crisis line. They are uh, a professional counseling done discreetly. It's available worldwide. There's a broad range of different sorts of professionals that can help you with a wide variety of your mental health needs. And uh, you can, if you don't like it, you can change your professional. You can cancel any time. There's no obligation to stay with, with them. Uh, it, uh, I think it's it's pretty affordable, and it's also way better than, than regular offline counseling where you got to sit in a waiting room and you got to look at another bunch of crazy people and all that stuff. This is done kind of like a Zoom call or text, or they can get you that way. But anyways, if you'd like to go to betterhelp.com slash Dutch Hall, that's better dot com slash Dutch Hall and start living a better life today. So that's it for our commercials. Click for a better tomorrow. Oh, that's what they, uh, they click for a better Beaves tomorrow. Beeves line. Beeves line. Uh, and uh, so we got all that stuff. Oh, I want to say Patreon. Yeah, we, we already mentioned the Patreon shit. Um, I just want to... That's an accident. Oh yeah. <laughs> so if you guys would, uh, if you guys do want to provide us with any feedback, you can go to uh, live from the Dutch Hall. You owe me one, or I owed you one. Okay. <laughs> and so live from or live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com or you can go to du- the Dutch Hall at gmail.com. You go to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that stuff. Tell us what you think of the show. Tell us what we should do. Maybe make up a punishment for the me and Joe's test of strength thing. And uh, I want it to be something bad. I want it to be something that I can really do to him, or he, or he has to do to me. Okay, but we're, we'll get back to that. Maybe Anyways, that, use that new sponsor. Oh yeah, and then this thing here, shave my balls. I have to do something to shave my balls, and uh, see if this thing works. By next next week, I will have sheared myself. I've been holding off my uh, 
my semi-annual shearing that I do. It's usually sometimes quarterly I'll do it. Uh, but, but I've been holding it off till I can get this this hot product in my hand and tell you how it works. So maybe that could be part of a punishment. Oh yeah, maybe yeah. Shave. Uh, oh, you know what's a good. Hold it. Oh. And maybe shave your ass your ass crack, like right down to the hole. Because when that <laughs> when that uh, grows back, it's fucking itchy and it tortures your life, right? I was just thinking, not it was a, the punishment for Joe. Yeah, <laughs> but it has nothing to do with shaving. If he loses, he should have to go to Interkip oh, yeah. and work for Kelly's family for a day. Ooh, that's a good call. To work uh, to work in the barn. He will be the, the fucking. He will be the bitch. Yeah. Ooh, for, for a, a day, day to work on an Interkip farm. That would be. But what do I have to do though? You have to shave Joe's ass crack. Ooh. That's oh. harsh. <laughs> That's maybe too much. That's maybe too much. I would go. Uh, you can't. Farming's not going to bug you. No, it wouldn't be a punishment. It would be a, a great pleasure of my life to be able to go uh, help that family work because they're such nice people. Like, why wouldn't I like to spend a day with the Vander Vondervoorts? Did wow. I add, a, add an extra on one jersey. in there? Wow. What? Put that name on a jersey. Yeah, Vander Von der Vundervoort. <laughs> I don't think that's the proper name. I think there's something I got wrong. <laughs> be like elbow to elbow on a jersey. <laughs> they shortened it just to Vort now. Oh. Because of the Vander Von der Vundervoort. That first part, it's confusing, so they shorten it. Right? That would be. Do you think you were ever called a Vander Vonder Vonder Dungeon? Dungeon? No, a lot of weird variations, but never that. No, no. And if you go to if you go to Holland, you know how is your name the same? Not likely. It's something else, right? That uh, that cop. Remember that cop, the Flying Dutchman? Huh? There used to be a cop in Norfolk they called the Flying Dutchman. Oh yeah, I don't know him. No. He pulled me over one time and gave me a proper how to pronounce my last name. Oh, really? Yeah. He said, how do you pronounce it? I say Van Dungeon. He goes, no. I'm like, okay, well then, how do I pronounce it? <laughs> how do I pronounce my name, dipshit? How do I get out of this ticket? Yeah, that's so Dutch, man, too, yeah. for him to tell you the right way to do it and then be all, like, pompous about it. It's Flemmy. His pronunci- pronunciation was Flemmy. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't know. You know what? You know what? The, the worst part about Dutch people is if you see a really cold Dutch person, you know, usually they're women... But, like, the really cold kind, you know, like, you know, icy hands. There's no motion ever. They're just very matter of fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, those ones are, those ones scare the shit out of me. They kind of give me little nightmares, those kind of Dutch people, eh? I like the goofy Dutch. Yeah. The ones that are kind of, like, uh, like a little weird. If, if you ever have the – when I was over there, especially around Amsterdam, everybody was, like, a little goofy. There was just something, something. They were like normal, but a little, little something was a little different. You know, you couldn't really pay, put your finger on it, and it just seemed a little goofy, like a little. Germans are like that too, actually. Real life Germans, when you meet them, mm-hmm. they're either like super, like engineery, kind of like cold, like like analytical and cold, calculated like that, or they're like super. Goofy, like weirdos, mm-hmm. you know, wearing like a leather jacket with flowers on it or something, and and pants that look weird, and then they're just like a little odd, you know. Weird porno. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna get into that. 
But they do like weird porn on yeah. Germans. It's because they feel bad about what they did in World War Two, and they punish themselves by getting people <laughs> to shit on their chest. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. Uh, made se- makes sense. Makes sense, right? Yeah. Like, if you like try to commit genocide, and then the next generation will try to fuck a horse. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how that's how life works circle of life books written about it <laughs> <laughs> it's a circle of life yep. first what you do is you try to uh dominate the world and then out of guilt your children will jack off a horse into a condom and then just pour the horses <laughs> all over them <laughs> oh my god that is something i honestly saw as a kid on american triple ecstasy it was fucking it would burn in my brain, eh? On the big dish? On the big dish, yeah. German bestiality porn I saw as a child. I don't get it. That's something you shouldn't see as a child, eh? No. Turns out not. Not <laughs> like shouldn't see that. No. I'm not for censorship, but I am for children not seeing that. I'm actually yeah. for adults not seeing that as well. I would prefer never to have seen that. Yeah, I don't think there's a real need for it, but... But I did see a lot of things in that video. There was a pig that uh, banged a, a girl, like a big pig that banged a girl. And the pig was like the size of the couch. And its uh, its tail was curly. Or no, its penis was curly like its tail. Like, you know, like it curled over. Corkscrewed like in. corkscrew? Yeah. A duck's, a duck's dick is like that too. Right? Really? Corkscrew. Huh. And uh, my daughter's got a real thing against ducks. Because apparently they're horrible lovers, like they're real rapey or whatever. Oh, I saw that in my backyard. Oh, really? Ducks? Yep. Two two uh, males and a female, and uh, they landed, and the two one male crushed her, and then and I mean crushed her, like, yeah, like just just smothered her, and then she started to get up and walk away, and the other one did, and then that was that. They're they're very rapey. Well, to be honest, uh, humans are the most uh, romantic. Uh, of all the animals in the world when it comes to sex the most animals just rape they don't ask permission they don't uh try to like uh, really do too much to woo them most of them just will like bite the back of their neck push them down and then like just fuck them as fast as they can i have heard that penguins mate for life you heard it from the show yeah right penguin town Mm -hmm. fucking great show on Netflix, I watched all of Penguin Town, and I like that. I love that show because I got super into it, man. I couldn't believe how much I felt for these fucking penguins. It's like a reality show, yeah, for penguins. You think they'll do another season? I don't know because they they said that they come back to that a lot of them come back to the same spot too. Yeah, right? yeah. What is that family's name again? The Bugavillians. They won't do another season. Well, you know, he's got to find a new a new partner now because his wife died. Don't, spoiler yeah. alert: but his wife dies. It's yeah. fucking tragic. And then uh, there's some real. <laughs> check it out, Wes. <laughs> You'll check it out. <laughs> You'll shake your head. And Goddamn first seal. Goddamn first seal, man. <laughs> You'll shake your head and shut it off right after one episode. <laughs> I can't help it, man. I, I I like nature shows, and then this one I got sucked into. They name the families after where they build their nests. So, like the Bougavillians were under a Bougavillian bush. Then there was like the the courtyard family and the, the lot crew. Yeah, there was the uh, culvert family. They built their nest in a culvert, but then there was a big rain. The nest the nest got uh, fucked up. Because of the rain. The wheelbarrows. Oh, the wheelbarrows. 
And then the, the, if you're like one day, uh, every other day you got to watch the eggs. Then the other one goes out fishing, right? So like the husband and wife and penguins, they're like, they're like good. It's very partner. It's very, it's a real partnership, you know? So like one day your wife goes out fishing, then she comes back and then she's got to rest for like a day. But then you go out fishing the next day and that's how it goes. And everyone's feeding the kids. You got to like puke it up into their mouth or whatever, but you got to do it every day. And then when his wife dies, when, if your wife dies, you're like, uh, you have to like do it every day by yourself and leave your kids unprotected during the day. That's tragic. But then, uh, if you're, um, oh, Frank, what was I going to say that the, 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 the wife will go, oh, um, oh shit. What was I going to say? I, the, you got to go out every day fishing and then the other one, uh, what was my fucking point? I forget. Anyways, it's 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 harrowing. It's harrowing. The whole thing, it, the amount they have to go through just to survive, it was like unbelievable. And I and I did get actually caught up into worrying about their kids mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And it's a fucking bird, right? Predators. Yeah. yeah you worry about predators. Yeah, that was cool. They had the the one part of it. There's COVID, right? And then uh, COVID comes in and, and like they're hanging around this beach town because there's lots of people there and the people keep them protected and from predators. And then the people all went away with COVID and the predators is moving into town. Yeah. But the way they showed this one predator, he fucking couldn't catch a penguin of his, his life depended on it. Like We've all seen a cat catch everything. And you know a penguin. It's yeah. stupid. Yeah, it can't even ver- barely function on land. It's really They're good clumsy. in the water, you know, but... They're clumsy as hell. Yeah. Hmm. Would you... F- you wouldn't uh, fuck a penguin, eh? I hadn't even thought about it till just now. Yeah. No, I don't think I would. Yeah, that, that would be gross, right? I think you'd need to be a penguin to do that. I think penguins should fuck penguins. Yeah. yeah. See, all that bestiality talk earlier in the program? Nobody wants to be known as a penguin fucker. Yeah. I don't think. That'd be the... A penguin? What are you even thinking, man? But they dress nice. Tuxedo. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. it's not my style. No. What do you want? To, you, you, it's not my style. <laughs> they stink, though, too. Eh? That's the part you don't get watching the whole thing is how bad they smell and how bad their nests would smell and how bad they'd fuck up your yard and and your, and your when they shit in your house. The ones going right in your house. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. you can't smell TV, and that's really been the limitation of it. Because if you could smell the stuff you're watching on TV, number one, smellovision. I don't think porn would be as popular. Mm. If you could smell porn, yeah, that's true. Probably not. No, no. If you had smell coming out of your phone from the porn, oh, what a dead giveaway, too. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Nothing. 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 <laughs> Uh, sure doesn't smell like nothing. Yeah, you fucking guy. Smells like assholes. And I'm watching a fishing video. Cocaine. <laughs> yeah. Does cocaine have a smell? I don't know. People sniff it, so it must. It must have a smell because it yeah. keeps smelling it. It must smell good. I watch people smell lines of it. All right. I, I have to ask a question to to uh, that I've been. It's been bothering me, but it's a sensitive question, and. Uh, we have Weston here. It's a special occasion, and this this has been something I feel like I've let West down in a way. And uh, 
Mike Bo, last time Wes was well, last time you were in West, Mike Bo had said that he thinks you sh- you're um, you should be the star of every show. That he said that uh, he thinks that you're gold all the time, and uh, you need to speak more. And uh, so I'm hoping this will give an opportunity. I, I also value your honesty, so I know you're going to give me the right answer or the the your the true answer. But this is the this is the question, Wes. Okay, you ready? All right. Um, you went to Jamaica and got married uh, to your wife. Yep. And I was lucky enough to go. And uh, you invited a lot of people, right? But yep. how many people went to your wedding? I think there was 29 of us, I think. 29, which is still yep. a good crew, but a uh, big crew, but it's like still 29 people. Um, it's like you know a lot more than 29 people. Yep. And so, anyways, one of the, uh, like, uh, I went. And uh, also, Steve, the reluctant German from this program, went with his wife and his four children. Yeah. Right? Yep. And it was the only, um, it was like the first trip that they went on as a family. And uh, even though he's a friend of yours and he uh, likes you, it was really not as much for your wedding as it was for the opportunity to go on a trip. It was like where where you'd know people and you'd have a good time. Right. right? Yep. Um. Because probably if you're going to say your top 29 people you know in the world, I would go so far as to say probably myself and and Steve probably wouldn't be on the top 29, right? If you could only take 29 people in the whole world, you know, definitely Steve's kids wouldn't be on the list. 29. You're not going to pick Steve's kids. You didn't meet them before that trip. You you never met half of them, right? So anyways, I'm just saying that it's like... Um, it was a, it was great that they could come and it was fun and everything, but like, uh, so, but they were, but it wasn't like you guys are super close right? and that, yeah. you know, your families are close or anything like that. It was just like happened that it worked out. So anyway, Steve, uh, did the wedding video for you guys and, uh, he, uh, I helped him with it, like to film it and stuff like that. And then he did all the editing and he wanted me to look at the video before he sent it to you. And I wasn't really in a good uh, state of mind at the time to be able to express what I really thought. Um, so I didn't say anything. But when I saw the video, I had an opinion that I didn't express about the video. Yeah. And then uh, I so I let it, him give it to you the way it was. But I've always felt like kind of bad about it. And I didn't know... If you know it's the same thing when you watch the video. I think I know what you're talking about, yeah. <laughs> oh, you do? I, I think so now that I'm thinking about it. Okay. Because, like, I was watching the video, and I just thought that um, there was a lot of footage of Steve's kids in the video. And because he, it made sense. He had the camera. It was yep. his family and all that stuff. But it, it was like uh, your wedding, right? So what I should have told him was, I think you should take out a lot of your family out of the video, right? And make it more about the wedding and less about... I don't know how many pictures there are actually taken at the wedding, though. Like, it was so... It was such a quick thing. Oh, that that the most of the week, it, that it was encapsulating the whole week. Yeah. Yeah, because the wedding was, like, at 11, and then I think we were in the pool by... 
quarter to twelve. Oh, that's so nice. Was it really? Yeah, like it was. It was super quick, so there wasn't a lot, a lot to take pictures of oh, at the okay. actual ceremony, and then everybody was fucking drunk by dinner. It was right. Awesome. right. <laughs> so, so you decided. So it wasn't an issue to you because you you had the you you saw it as the week and not the yeah. wedding. Yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. Well, that makes me feel better, Wes, because I was I wasn't like uh, I was wondering if if it was going to be like what the hell, man? It's like uh, I got your family video for my. I wife. found I found it was a pretty good mix, but he had such a large group because there's so many of them. Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Oh, I guess so. That's what yeah. it is too, because there's 29, and if six of those 29, yeah, then there is just more of a chance that they're going to show up. Some some combination of them would yep. show up in more pictures. True enough, Wes. Well, this is the thing. It wasn't as controversial as I was uh, fearing. I built it up in my head too much. Uh, but it was, uh, and it does make, you do make a couple good points there because it's not maybe that, because I was thinking it was maybe like if you're told like, hey, can you videotape the like school concert and then your kids are in the school Christmas concert or whatever. But the video that you tape them is just the video of your kids, and yep. then they miss all the rest of the kids in the class. You know, like that happens. I would totally do that because I would forget that I'm doing it for the school and just think yeah. I'm doing it for myself. And um, I was wondering if it had turned into something like that, but you didn't think that. No. Okay. Cool. Because no. it was actually um, it did he did a good job on it. And yeah, we were actually really happy with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying he didn't do a good job on it. Anyways, also just wanted to throw a little like dig on Steve if I could, because then if he does listen to the show, then he would have a reason to say something to me. Yeah, and then I would be able to see how uh, what's going on with the old uh, German. Because it would be nice to have uh, somebody to fucking hack on in a big way. Yeah, you know I like Wes. I like Kevin. Uh, when Beaver comes in here, how can you make fun of Beaver? He's just got a huge hog. It's like you can't, you can't like make fun of that. No, and he goes with it too, eh? What I like about Beaver, no self-deprecation ever. No, it's it's not there, and he's not bragging himself up. It's just that if you throw him a compliment, say, "Hey, Beaver, I, I heard around town your dick is enormous," he'd be like, "Well, you hear people hear things, yeah, usually for a reason." Yeah. He doesn't ever deny it. Eh? No, yeah. I like that about him. If someone accused me of having a huge dick, I would right away be playing it off. Like, oh, I don't know how big it is. You I'd know? probably laugh at him. I'd be like, you haven't seen it. Yeah. Yeah. Cute I, little fella. Yeah, my wife's hands are just small or something like that. <laughs> you know, you just say it like that. Um, okay. Well, I feel better about that then. So Steve's not selfish and just putting his <laughs> his family in your videos. Um so, uh, Montreal, uh, by this time that this show goes out, Montreal probably would have been beaten out, right? Yeah, it's probably still on fire. <laughs> yeah. Do you think there will be a riot? Absolutely. Yeah. We do that in Canada, eh? Yep. We have, we're pretty consistent with it. Vancouver's been done it a couple times. And, uh, yeah, Montreal's done it in the past, I think, before. If you lose in the finals, I think there is usually some shit disturbers in it. They already had a mini-riot. When they when they won, was it the when they won the last series? I'm not sure. On that yeah, one. yeah, they were tipping over fucking cop cars again, and I think off that fan base has got to know they're losing. But they have to. Like they didn't. 
they haven't been in any game. I hope they have a little bit of hope, though. We were talking about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I think the I hope just is nice. Fucking crush them right yeah. at the end. Yeah, I think that the. I I I've been I actually tried to cheer for the fucking Canadians when I watched the last game because I didn't want it to be a sweep, and then and also I was like, oh, a Canadian team, and I know they're Montreal, but you know, they're because of the way the division was this year, where it was all the North, you know, mm-hmm. so it was kind of like they're representing like the all of Canada, you know. But it's the Canadians, you know. Like if it was, if it was Winnipeg, no problem, no problem. I would be like, I would Ottawa be rooting even. all the way in Ottawa, Ottawa even, and we hate Ottawa. Yeah, yeah, and uh, but yeah, I would at least be happy for Ottawa, you know. But like Montreal, it's been thirty years, and I still can't be happy for them. It's just why does it always have to be them? I I don't even think they they make the playoffs next year. No, nope. I don't know. They're pretty smart. Yeah, that's why I think their coaching staff's pretty smart, and I think they'd figure out a way to just squeak in again. Sandbag it. Yeah. I think that they build this. That's why they've done so well. Both those teams, they just built themselves for the playoffs. And I tried my best to support the country, and I don't give a fuck if Tampa wins again. You know, like there's no reason for me to want them to win. It's just I, I just can't do it. Yeah, I can't do it. I thought I could be over it, but Montreal, I just don't want them to win. I really don't want to see them win. No. And I, I think that's natural. That's the way it should be. If you are a Leafs fan, you should never be happy for Montreal winning. I think if the Leafs went to the finals and lost in seven, I don't think there'd be a riot in that city. I think people would still be celebrating. Yep. Well, c- yeah, because Toronto uh, has celebrated mediocrity f- like pretty much. A series win would be they'd be going mental. Yeah. I think it'd be fucking crazy. Yeah. Remember it was when they, in the Gilmore years. Yeah. When they would get, they went to the semis twice in a row or whatever. Yeah. And then like the nineties there. Those are great teams. Remember all those posters they used to put out one every year. There'd be like theme posters of the team. Yeah. They'd be dressed up like in like old gangsters Con- yeah, or, or construction, construction workers the, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the I just like my sister had all those so I remember the pictures and then uh, and those teams were like they had some beauties on them eh yeah. like they're great great players in those years and in the one year where there's it ended up uh, Montreal the last time Montreal won the cup that really should have been a Toronto Montreal final yeah and I think Toronto probably could have taken Montreal on that one but maybe not Bad. that would have been a neat goalie battle that's for sure yeah it would have been Pop- a yeah. series. Yeah, that would have been a great series. That would have been like a dream series. But, of course, uh, Gretzky and the LA Kings went instead to the finals and then lost like a bunch of pussies. Yeah. So, um, uh, so I bet you Tampa's won. Hopefully it went longer and uh, we they were just able to, like, have that taste of victory where Montreal said, is this possible? Like, I hope they win game five so they go back for game six. You and know? lose it there. And, lo- and lose it there in Montreal. That would yeah. be, the, be the best. That is the best scenario. Because they're thinking right now it's like when they went down 3-1 against the Leafs. Yeah. There's a chance. Yep. Yeah. And then and this is what they'll be in Tampa. They'll be sitting there and, and their coach just has to say, like, listen, if you win this game, 
there's back in our building. And if we win in our building, who's going to stop us when we got three in a row? Yeah. And we're going into game seven. We'll have all the momentum, and then we'll win, right? Oh, that would be sweet. And then they just lose like eight nothing in Tampa. Yeah. Well, I'd love them to lose at home more because it, it would be better. It, to me, that's better. I like I like to – that I'll test the metal of the fans, right? Because yeah. then you can see if they're like hockey fans or if they're just like uh, bitter. Hooligans. Like, hooligans, which I don't know which one it would be. And then – and then, too, like, the mayor of Tampa has been, like, going on saying, like, I think they should, um, like, lose this game on purpose yeah. and then just come home, you know? Yeah. And then, uh, which is, no one ever does that. No. I think they should also, <laughs> if if we're going this way, if we're going to lose in Montreal, I think the government should let, the, let them fill the stadium that night, too, for their mm-hmm. loss. I yeah, don't yeah. understand why they don't let them do it anyway. Yeah, I don't get it either. You have so many fucking people outside. Yeah. Not wearing masks. <laughs> yeah. But you yeah. only let 3,500 people in. And inside. then you know what they do too? Allegedly, they uh, they keep the fans inside yep. until the crowd outside disperses. Because you don't want an extra 3,500 mixed in. No. no. Jesus Christmas, yeah. Yeah, they just missed the whole fucking point. It's like, it's like the money that you would profit from is what causes COVID. <laughs> It's like, I, I would say, for, for, yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. If they all let the outside stuff go, they should just open up the rank and let anyone who wants yep. to walk in. Yeah. You know, like, Jesus Christ. Just put 40,000 people in that 18,000 seat arena. Yeah. Yep. It is, it's crazy though. Like, uh, the, there's, masks are slowly starting to go away. I was at that, uh, at the, at a brewery and, uh, I forgot my mask and, uh, I just, uh, we're. I just said, uh, the lady didn't seem to mind. So I just like went, I just walked in and then we had, uh, we had beers and then, and then no one ever said anything about the mask and I never wore a mask the whole time. And I felt like I got away with something big. Yeah. Yeah. Like I felt like I, but I also felt like I was being irresponsible in a way, you know, but, uh, it was kind of nice. Just tell them you have a medical exemption. You don't have to wear it then. Oh, dude, man! I hear that every time I go anywhere. There's there's some crazy person yelling about how they're why they're not wearing their mask mm-hmm. because it's they have this condition or that condition. <laughs> You're like, buddy, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Stop talking so loudly and spitting on people. Yeah, you know, that would be maybe something you can do if you're not going to wear a mask. But I hang out at thrift shops. <laughs> you don't get like the top of the barrel at the thrift shop, eh? No. Yeah, people like to go chat. Actually, I was at the one place. It's called Jesus Saves. Mm-hmm. Big sale. Oh, yeah? Yeah, going out of business. Apparently, oh. Jesus couldn't save the business. Oh, no. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah. Shocker? Yeah. This one? <laughs> Is that what he does to save things? Yeah, and Jesus saves you with a shocker. That would work. One in the pink and two in the stink. Oh, wow. backwards. Inverted. That would, That's... Would definitely <laughs> the inverted shocker, yeah. Jesus likes to get your attention. <laughs> Gooses. Whoa. <laughs> hey Zeus, stop. Anyways, yeah, that same dinner, I was telling uh, that same dinner, uh, or not dinner, but uh, the time I went to the brewery, um, me and my wife got in a dispute, and uh, uh, I like it was uh, like a little bit of a of an argument. But in this case, 99% of the time, uh, when we get into a disagreement of some sort, I'll be the one that doesn't hold my shit together enough to 
to uh, like uh, behave properly to get my point across so they end up um, coming across like doing something worse than if I just would have you know if I wouldn't have argued at all I would have been better off than if I argued because then I ended up doing something stupid like like saying something angry with the wrong way or angry or the wrong word or something anyways this time she did it and uh even though it like makes me it made me angry because it was some she wasn't being the nicest you know i was really kind of deep down happy because i didn't do it like i had nothing to do <laughs> with this wasn't one on you yeah yeah like i think i didn't really like i i think i really like I think I'm out of the, I'm I'm in the clear on the whole fucking thing. Like I I can't remember the last time that ever happened to me, I, and I get one in the bank, like one to counteract all the ones that I give. Okay? <laughs> I'm so excited about that, <laughs> but like now she'll know now because she'll listen to this. But um, it's, it's out of the bank now. It's out of the, it's out of the bag, yeah. But anyways, it's true. I'm just happy that you screwed up one time, honey. Because it uh, makes me look better. And then <laughs> do it more often, I guess. But it's nice. Oh, fuck, it's nice. <laughs> I never knew uh, how good it feels, eh? To have somebody do something shitty to you, and then you're like, uh, and that was just, I didn't deserve it? Like, no. Small victories. I was like, fuck yes. I didn't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> She's pretty good. Like, my wife's actually pretty good. Like, I. Unless she's good at convincing me that everything's my fault, which that could be too. God damn it. She's, that she's makes good. her even better. <laughs> yeah, she's smart, man. You marry a smart woman, you never, you don't even know when she's outsmarting you. Because <laughs> you're too dumb. Like, uh, it's it's amazing. Yeah, She's like a wizard, like a Jedi. <laughs> what she can get you to do. <laughs> Anyways, that's our show for this week. I'm going to uh, call her quits. Uh, if you like the show, then you're a weirdo. That's all I can tell you. But I like you too. Tell your friends. Give us some feedback. Uh, and uh, until next week, we will see you, NT. See you next Tuesday or Thursday. Hit it, Kevin! I call it. ended up abruptly. I got it. I was going along. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty that's not bad. <laughs>